0: Hi, everyone. We are The Gooders, people who do good. We help people dealing with life challenges and empower them to help others. Today, we are hosting Susan Dumbarton. Thank you so much for being with us, Susan.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: I appreciate it. This podcast is brought to you by CirclesApp.com, the go-to place for life challenges like grief, divorce, cancer, etc. In every episode, we speak with an inspiring person who moderates an audio chat room for people dealing with the same life challenge. We will tell their story and the story of the members of their group. So again, thank you, Susan, for being with us. Thank you for supporting people. We'd love to hear your story.
1: Amazing. And again, thank you so much for having me on this podcast. I love the platform you've created and the support that it offers. Um, others going through life's most difficult challenges, and it's it's a pleasure to be here. Um, so my name is Susan, and I'm a mom of two sweet young girls. I'm a conscious uncoupling coach and a mental health nurse that's worked in inpatient psychiatry for over 10 years. My own journey to divorce coaching began about four years ago. I was married to the person that I thought was the love of my life. We met when we were about 18 years old in university and got married at about 24. Um, we had a wonderful life together. We created a family. Um, we'd gone through, like most couples, a lot of challenges, but um, we, we shared a lot of love and a lot of laughter, and he really was what I thought my best friend. Um, we'd had uh, some difficulties along the way. We'd survived my own challenges with depression and anxiety and I went through some struggles with that and he was really there as my rock and my foundation through those hard times we got through that we started a family and had my young my sorry my oldest daughter and we also had some struggles um, in conceiving children in the future I unfortunately had a pretty traumatic stillbirth um, of one of my daughters in the fall of 2017. And that really shook us as a couple because we both grieved in pretty different ways. And that, I think that was the first time our marriage was tested a, a bit. But we came out the other side stronger for it. We pushed forward. We got counseling together and everything really seemed to be going great. Um, I got pregnant again. And unfortunately, earlier early in that pregnancy, he let me know that he no longer loved me and didn't see a path forward in our marriage. Um, I was completely heartbroken, obviously. I didn't see it coming. Um, I was preparing to expand our family and to keep moving forward. And it was likely the most difficult thing that I will ever have to encounter in my life. Um, I felt like the rug had been pulled out from under me, like a lot of people do in a similar situation. Felt a lot of grief, a lot of despair, feelings of abandonment, hurt, pain everything you can imagine. Um, And I was lucky that I had a supportive system around me, supportive family members, supportive mental health professionals, but it was very difficult. And I fell back into depression, which I hadn't experienced in many, many years, and really hit my rock bottom. Uh, But when my daughter was born and she was healthy, I really that really lit me up again and re-inspired me and encouraged me to keep pushing forward. But I was stuck in the grief for a long time. I was stuck in the anger, stuck in the resentment, and I just couldn't push myself out of it, no matter how hard I tried. Uh, Online, I found a divorce coach and I hired her on a whim, really, it was kind of one of those leap of faith. You you feel that inner whispering inside of you pushing you to do something. It doesn't make sense. It didn't make sense, the investment that I put into her, but I really took a leap and just believed that, you know, there was more possible for myself. So I hired her and I haven't looked back since, honestly. Uh, I think what changed for me when I started working with her is I had the most helpful mental health professionals out there, but we kept revisiting the past. We kept, we kept um, working through everything that happened. But what was missing is starting to look forward. Mm -hmm. I hadn't yet started to think about what could be possible for me now that this has happened. And I was really stuck in the why me and the reliving, you know, the shame and the regret of what had happened. So When I started working with my divorce coach, I realized also that that is what I wanted to do with my life, that I wanted to help other women and men through this challenging time, help them transform themselves in the face of heartache and really move forward with their life, no matter what, no matter what happened to them. Because the reality is I I could have stayed stuck in that anger and resentment for a lot longer than I did. And my goal now is to really help others move through it even faster so that they don't waste this precious time that we have here and they can really make the most out of their experience.
0: Wow. Such a powerful story. Thank you so much for sharing. And it's so inspiring. I I, want you to look back to this moment where you search online for a divorce. Can you tell us more about, like, it sounds like it was really a pivotal moment Mm -hmm. in terms of, the yourself, not, not, I'm not talking about the results and the work we're talking about. Can you share more about this moment?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, I just felt, I felt so stuck, but there was that inner voice inside me. That's like, you're meant for more than this. You know, you have a beautiful spirit, you have a beautiful soul and you're not meant to be stuck where you are right now. And when I found the divorce coach that I hired, what I gravitated towards was her energy and her story. And she had been through a lot too a very different story, but she'd been through a lot and she came out the other side stronger for it. And I wanted a piece of that. I wanted more. And like I said, that decision didn't necessarily make sense for me at the time, but I just knew that it's what I needed to do in order to push forward.
0: Charlotte, to you you remember the first meeting that you had like what what did you got out of this first meeting with her
1: i do um and again it was she she started to question kind of what i wanted for myself moving forward she didn't want much of the poor me story she didn't want me to go through um a lot of the past and and that was what was different from what i had, I'd worked with before is she wanted me to start looking forward and connecting with the person that I wanted to be. And that felt very different to me. And it started to feel exciting because I started to be able to connect again with the woman that I knew I was capable of being instead of the victim that I was really stuck in for a very long time.
0: Do you mind talking more about the victim? Like what does it feel?
1: Sure. sure. Um, I very much, I very much fell into a victim mentality when I felt like the divorce was happening to me, that I didn't have any choice in the matter, that it was 100% my ex-husband's fault. Um, Of course, nothing is ever that black and white. And I've now done all the inner work to accept my fair share of responsibility because of course I had a massive role in that. There's things that I could have done in the relationship better. and I've really come to a place of peace where I've started to recognize that and learn more about myself so that I don't repeat the same patterns and relationships moving forward. But I think we all get stuck in the victim mentality and it's hard to come out of, especially when it feels like things are out of our control, because I didn't choose. I didn't choose to get divorced realistically. Um, it's not the path that I wanted, Um but the only way that I started to heal and to move forward was to accept my part and to recognize that I'm a survivor. I'm not a victim that I do have lots of things within my control and that I, that I accepting that I had a role to play, you know, in the breakdown of the relationship, it's never one person. There's always things that we could have done differently.
0: While you're describing it, I can definitely hear, the inner process that you've done. So you're kind of like working us through this mindset of from a victim to someone that is kind of like taking responsibility. Can you share with us uh, a little bit about the next step? The next step, meaning like you deciding to support other people.
1: Yeah, of course. So I had been a mental health nurse for many years. So I've always been in the field of helping people and supporting them through some of life's most challenging times But the difference that I found with coaching is that really helping people to push forward. And and unfortunately, when I work in mental health, I work with a lot of people that don't always necessarily want help. Um, I work in inpatient psychiatry, and unfortunately, there's people there against their will that aren't necessarily wanting the support that you provide. So what I love about coaching is that it's people coming to you desperate for something different and really wanting to put in the effort and wanting to put in the work, and they're motivated to change. And that excites me because there's so much possibility with that, helping someone really find themselves again after a really difficult time and to move forward. So what I did is I did a lot of research about how I could kind of do some training in order to best support my clients moving forward. And I studied with Catherine Woodward Thomas and her Conscious Uncoupling Coach Certification Program. And I use her framework, which is basically a five-step program to guide guide my clients through a personal development journey to help them get to the other side, to help them build a strong emotional foundation for our future that they can become excited about. And so maybe it'd be helpful. I'll just, I'll name the kind of five steps that we go through with that, if that's okay. So step one is find emotional freedom. Step two is reclaim your power and your life. Step three is heal the pattern, heal your heart. Step four is become a love alchemist. And step five is to create your own happily even after life. And I love that because we often think about the happily ever after story, but this is about creating your happily even after divorce story and knowing that there is, you know, there there's so much possibility on the other side and it's not the end. It's just the beginning of something new.
0: That's amazing. And I think that's the way you call your room at Circles, right? Uh- mm mm-hmm even after can you yeah. say more about uh, item 4 i'm not sure i'm uh,
1: sure yeah become a love alchemist yeah. so that's really about so the conscious uncoupling program is a lot about going through and trying to approach your divorce from the most loving kind and respectful in the most loving kind and respectful way that you can That doesn't mean that it's, you know, that you're best friends with your ex or that it's totally amicable, but it's that you're putting your best forward and leading with love. So being a love alchemist, it's about trying to dig deep, do your inner work so that you can leave with love and generosity and be the person that you want to be through that divorce, really focusing on who do I want to be in the face of this, because I know for myself, I, my divorce was not conscious. I found this work after, and that's why I'm so passionate about sharing it with others. I led very much with anger, um, and that carried into the legal process as well. And it really led to endless negotiations that caused myself and my ex a lot of pain. And we still have to co-parent our children. And honestly, we did damage to each other during that time. That's been very difficult to unravel. So the idea is trying to help people find this work early enough so that they can minimize the damage done to each other through the divorce process.
0: And then uh, you started leaving rooms at Circles, right? Audio. I did, yeah. Yes. yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about that?
1: Sure, yeah. So that's been a great experience. Um, it's it's really beautiful to see people showing up and the support, Um the support that people have for each other during, during those times. Uh, I've had some really beautiful moments where I can think of one week where I had a couple of older women who I think had a bit of a hard time on the app relating to what some of the other people were going through. And because they just, they were at a different stage of life, but it was like, they were meant to find each other on that evening because they had both been married over 25 years and, separated for only a few months and their husbands had both initiated it and they had felt so alone and so depressed but you could just feel that they felt a little bit of a sense of relief in finding each other on that app because they knew that they weren't the only ones that it was happening to because sometimes we take these choices that our partners make so personally and it's it's rarely about it's rarely about you like everyone goes through their own journey but that that sense of connection that they had in that moment it was just a really beautiful thing to witness um and wh- and one of my latest groups we talked earlier in this conversation about personal responsibility and sometimes when i'm coaching clients i like to talk about accepting your 3% so even if you're even if you know, you feel like your ex is responsible for most of the relationship breakdown. It's about accepting your 3%, even if you give them 97. So I was chatting with the group that showed up in my support room about this concept, and everyone was kind of relating and they're pushing themselves to try and start to identify their own 3%. Um, and then a um, gentleman came on and he said, What if, what if you're the 97%? And it was, it was a really, really touching moment because it just switched the conversation on its head and um, he felt like he is the one that made the majority of the mistakes that really um, led to the breakdown of its relationship. And he was filled with guilt and shame and everything associated with that. But what was wonderful was seeing all the other people support him for his vulnerability for his honesty, for his integrity and in showing up and knowing where he went wrong. And it was just, it was really powerful.
0: Yeah. Wow. wow that's so powerful.
1: Um, mm-hmm.
0: And yeah. And any, any other like member that you uh, uh, can share their story? Cause I think, as I said, like, those are the really meaningful, the sharing is really meaningful and then it definitely helps other people.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've had some people come just filled with so much wisdom too. Um, there was one woman who was going through a, a divorce and you could just tell that she'd done the inner work. And I kind of felt for a moment like I should be handing the leadership over to you right now because she just had so much, so much wisdom and knowledge to share with everybody. And that's why I think it's beautiful because you get people on all different um on different areas of their journey. You know, you get some people who are just stuck in the beginning, in the grief, you get others who are starting to do their personal development work and others who are maybe beyond it, but still looking for some support. And it's just, it's wonderful to see everybody supporting each other, no matter where they're at.
0: That's amazing. and Thank you so much. It was such an inspiring uh, conversation. First of all, thank you for sharing your story. And also thank you for being there for people. Uh, really yeah, of course. Amazing. And um yeah, like listeners, if you're if you want to join Susan's room, uh it's every uh Thursday. Thursday. Every Thursday,
1: yeah, at for seven PM Eastern.
0: Amazing. So look look for her room. Um thank you.
1: Yeah, thanks so much. I appreciate you. <laughs>